Welcome to the Ozo Dope Audio Show. Think comedy meets a much needed heart to heart, jam packed with dope conversations to motivate, inspire, and entertain. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get, but it's gonna be sweet. From personal growth and self-improvement to pop culture and a little bit of mess, I'm your host, Cass, here to bring you the freshest takes on life, love, and everything in between. So pour yourself a glass of something good, because we're about to drop down and get our ego long, baby. It's called an audio show. It's not a podcast. Oh, Thank sorry, you. audio show. Thank you. Cut that part out. Okie dokie. Hello, hello, hello again. Hey everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Benny. And I'm Cass. And we're here today to bring you the real deal when it comes to everything adulting. Benny. Oh my gosh. When do you feel like you officially became an adult and officially became a man? Just right to it, eh? Just right to it. Right to it. What I could say is when I became a man... I would say around the age of 25-ish. I think that, to me, I I joke about this, but I I do really believe this. I tell a lot of like younger people or just people in general when they like have their birthday. I think that everything is the same once you turn 25. Pretty much. Ish, yeah. Yeah, ish. Like, you work for the most part. Like most people, you're working, you know, you pay bills, you know, you go... Oh, with friends, you do this, you date, you travel, you whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. I think it's pretty, like, not boring, but it's the same. Uh, becoming an adult, that was a time where, you know, I got, I was pretty much, got my first, like, full-time job, salary, that kind of thing. Dating and trying to do all those kind of things. It, and when I look back, I'm just like, man, that was, that was a confusing time. That was a confusing time. A very confusing time. How about you? I would say the same. I would say 25, 26 is when I think I officially became an adult. I got my full, my first full-time big girl job at 23. At 23, I didn't know anything about life. I knew that I was making money, but I wasn't thinking so far into the future. I think at 25, I was like, oh man, I'm in my mid-20s. I'm close. Now I'm like, I can see 30 on the brink. I better get my act together. For me, my aha moment when I became an adult, if there was a definitive moment, is when I bought my house and I moved into my house because I had to learn a lot about how to be an adult, how Mm. to manage a space Mm -hmm. and how to stay on top of bills. Oh, it was it was such a tumultuous time in in my life that I wasn't prepared for. I didn't know how to do a lot of these things. Did you have any aha moments? Like what was the definitive moment for you? I didn't really have any aha moments. Okay. <laughs> At least what I can think of right now, I don't. I don't think I have. I didn't have any. Uh, what I would like to add to this point, just just quickly, is that it's different for everyone. It's it is not, different like, for we're, everyone. We're, ours is very similar. Uh, I think that like when I got my first like big boy job, I was probably like twenty three or twenty four. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, I don't really fully remember, but. It, it doesn't happen for everyone. Like, I've had the question of, and, like, I've asked a lot of um, friends and, like, men in my life, and I've asked them the question of, like, when do you think that you became a man? And that could be anything, like, where some people, they, they may have said that, you know, they've had to be the man of the house at a young age. 
you know, and some people was a little bit later because, you know, they went to school because they became a doctor or, or whatever that required a lot of schooling and they didn't, I guess, quote unquote, start their life until a little bit later, you know, when they was like in their 30s or whatever, right? Some people didn't feel like they were really an addict until they met their spouse or when they got, until they got married. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, so it's, it's very different. So don't think that it has to be a certain way. And that your way is going to be your way and you should be able to enjoy it and be able to look back and be like, okay, that that, that was for me. That was my life. That was how it was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. And I think the transition from in from childhood into adolescence and then into young adulthood and adulthood, those are all, I would not linear but like it they they do follow a trajectory but once you hit adulthood like you were saying at 25 it's like i i agree with that heavy like you hit 25 and you kind of feel like okay life is real now but then there's this whole transition that happens in actual adulthood not just young adulthood but actual adulthood where you just become a better version of yourself you become a better man or a better woman or a better adult you would you would hope yeah Yeah, you would hope. But I think there's a lot of growth that happens even between 25 and 30, 25, 29. I would say now I'm I'm very similar to who I was at 27, 28. I think by 27, 28, I was pretty well ingrained in in who I was. How do you think that you experience the world differently as an adult, not a young adult, not an adolescent, like as an adult adult? I've learned to accept a lot of things and not necessarily have something to say about it or a chip on my shoulder in regards to because if it's something that I can't that is not personally in my life that I have to live and deal with every single day then it shouldn't affect the way that I feel in general Mm -hmm. I think as an adult I don't take the world as seriously as I did as a kid as an adolescent as a and as a young adult you see these systems and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, things can't be changed. Oh my gosh, these people in power. But now when you're an adult, you realize that like, yo, everyone is just a human. Like a lot of people don't mm-hmm. understand or even know what they are doing. The people in the highest positions of power don't know what they are doing. I think p- humanity, I think I became aware of, of humanity. And agency, my own person, sorry, I keep like talking, I'm almost done. My own personal agency to have the ability to change things. Like my life isn't just set out for me. Like I don't have to stick with what's been given to me on my platter and the cards that I have in my hands. Sure, those are the cards that I was dealt, but like nobody's saying I can't switch them out. Nobody's saying I can't go and get my own new deck. You know what I mean? I just think now I feel so much more in charge of the direction of where my life is going. I have that agency and I have that sense of freedom. That's a great feeling to have. And just like when you, when you became an adult, it's, there's, there's a certain time in your life too, where you feel like you notice that there's been like, I guess a switch where Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so everything is like this now. It's more of a routine. And, and I think that, like you said, like when you're like 27 or whatever, I think that it took me a little bit longer to work out the kinks to realize like, okay, so this is life as an adult now. I have, I need to accept the fact that I need to cope with these these things the way that they are. If I can't change them, um, if I don't like it, then I need to 
change it. I need to find a new job. I need to move. I mm-hmm. need to whatever the heck it is. And it, a lot of things go through my head when, when I say that those things because I just hear and obviously watching a lot of movies and shows is when you decide to, let's say, move, right? I see that a lot of Americans, young Americans, just pick up and move to a different state. I'm like, oh, where, yeah. where are you we going? We don't do that here. I'm like, where are you going with what money? I'm like, how? Yeah. I'm so like amazed by that yeah. type of thing that they do. And I'm like, I commend you for that. And it takes a lot of balls yeah. to do it when people will like say, hey, I want to be an actor. I'm going to move to Hollywood. Like there's so much of the same type of people like that. And it's very difficult. And I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm just saying that like, it's very difficult. Well, I applaud you for solo traveling the world. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, kind of solo. I mean, that's, that's big time as well. So I want to talk about home life as an adult. I want to talk about cooking as an adult because we're here to talk about food and all that good stuff. Finances and relationships. Which one do you want to start with? You just started off with cooking and home life, that kind of thing. Let's just go with that. Cooking and home. Okay, so let's talk about home life first of all. What was your first experience? Um, what was your experience in your first place, like of your own? The time spent on things like cooking, cleaning, and whatnots that necessarily I didn't have to do before. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's about not not finding the time. It's about utilizing my time in different ways and just to jump over though with the you mentioned cooking it's just like i'm not gonna say that i'm great i'm a great cook i'm don't say i might not even say that i'm a good cook but i can do it mm-hmm. i i'm a person that just deals with like trial and error okay let's th- not jump the gun here yeah. we're gonna get on cooking my first experience in my own place my first place was my house So there was a lot, a lot, a lot to learn. I was excited. I remember my first night here, I cried. Like I cried because I was just like... That doesn't surprise me to be honest. Not just because it's you. I feel like a lot of people would... would. Yeah, because I didn't know what to do. But I did enjoy the whole thing. Like I get to choose what color my walls are. I felt my own agency and responsibility to like, as you're saying, even keep a clean house, buy a vacuum cleaner, all those things I had never done before. Like... (laughs) I commend my mom so much for living with me as a full adult. And like, I didn't, if I lived with a 24 year old, 25 year old, I would want them to contribute to the household in ways that I know that I didn't when I was that age. Yeah. I was like, this isn't my, I wasn't even so flippant to say this isn't my house, but I just didn't feel like it was, I didn't feel, it wasn't even on my radar. I didn't feel as responsibility. So what's one thing that you learned the hard way about managing a household? If there's one thing that you could kind of remember. How much like money plays a factor into like the extra stuff that goes on? Do you know how much paper towels are? Yo, I don't want to talk about this because <laughs> I don't want to talk about this because. Okay, well, I'll share with a story, a story with you later, but you're going to be like, man, I hate you. <laughs> but yeah, it's just the fact that like extra purchases of things where you, you kind of just, it was just like an oversight for you. Mm-hmm. You didn't even think about it at all because it was it was just there. Yeah. Who buys garbage bags? Garbage bags are not cheap. 
And you can't just use the grocery bags that you get from the grocery exactly. store as garbage bags. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. You don't go grocery shopping enough to have that many bags for garbage because it's definitely more garbage than grocery bags. Right. Okay. I think one thing that I learned about managing my household, I don't know. I feel like I instinctively knew how to clean. Oh my gosh. I think just staying up to up to date with, I would say up to code, but that kind of fits with what needs to be fixed. Like things in my house will stay broken for so long because I just, I don't want to fix them. I have no, how long has my kitchen had no handles on those two drawers right there? Because I just, <laughs> it, it's a lot of, it's not even a lot of work. It's just a so, nuisance. Yeah. It's something that you, don't, you just yeah. don't want to do. Well, guess like, what? Yeah, whatever. I got my tail out to the Home Depot last week. And I was like, I'm going to finally replace these friggin' screws. So I brought the screws to Home Depot so that I could get screws that matched. I got screws that matched but like weren't as long because I thought that the problem with these screws were that they were too long. Turns out that they weren't. So the screws that I got don't fit. So now I have to go back to Home Depot. It took me two, three years to get to Home Depot anyways. Then and, it's not going to take me another Home two Depot's, or three. And Home Depot's 15 minutes away. Not even. It's on McCown <laughs> and Eglinton. Like it's right there. Like, it's crazy. Is there anything that you're still trying to learn or get better at around, like, managing a household? I want to be... I don't want to... Okay. I want to be better at fixing things. Mm-hmm. But I know my limitations. I'm not I'm not my dad where it's like, I think I can fix everything. I don't... And I think that's the very old school, like, immigrant mentality where it's yeah. like, I'm not going to pay for this. I can do it myself. And I hate the Band-Aid method. Oh, Yeah. And yeah. it's just, it just, you have ugly scars. Yeah. I'd rather pay for someone to do it right mm-hmm. and be happy with it one time than have to patch it up seven, eight times and be like, I spent so much money on this and time and I'm just frustrated because it keeps breaking or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Yeah, that. I want to be good at fixing certain things so that I don't have to rely on others. Yeah, that kind of thing. I want to get better at taking more pride in the outside appearance of my home. <laughs> okay, that okay. I'm I'm glad you said that because. Uh, <laughs> okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, you should. My house yeah. from the outside looks terrible. Terrible. Go ahead, give it to me. I feel like that happens a lot more than you may think, for a lot of people, and I think some people are the opposite. They feel like they need to make the outside very presentable and on the outside, it's kind of old and dingy. On the inside, sorry, it's kind of dingy. On the outside, it's really nice. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Like, when you take a look at your home, your home is, you've done a great job renovating and doing a lot of different things because this house is what? I would say close to 80 years old. This house was built in 58, 1958. So almost, so almost 70-ish years. It's old, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, my math mathing i don't know anyways okay anyways, the house is old yeah so you've done the job for the inside and then you've i neglect the outside i don't i i don't like mowing my lawn honestly and i know it would be against environmental goodness to get rid of my grass but i just oh, man here's the thing i've known i've seen and i yeah. and i know people that have done that is that they've gotten rid I don't of the grass? Do that. You can. It's 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 actually a pretty cool thing to do if you do it right. 
Right. But then you see people with the stones and all of the, the weeds grow in between the stones because they don't upkeep then it. Then you just get these weed killers and you deal with it that way. And, or you just put on some gloves and just rip out the weeds. That's, That's not, so annoying. They yeah, go back in two seconds. Yeah, it's annoying. But the thing is, do you want to mow your lawn every four days? Or every week. I should be mowing my lawn every week. Honestly, I should. And I know that when I get to the point where I'm making the money that I want to make, I will employ someone to do it, whether it's a neighborhood kid and give them the opportunity to like to learn about responsibility and whatever. I would love to do that. Or or, or get yourself a man and he'll do it. Oh, my gosh. I It seems you, so much easier. You wish. To, okay. All right. Now, let's talk about cooking, chefing it up in the kitchen, baby. What is your go-to recipe? I don't really Do you have something that like you're constantly cooking? You're like, no, no. I like to try different things. I'm not super duper adventurous because I don't want, I don't like disappointing people okay. in, 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 in that way. Like right. cooking for people. I want to make sure that it's relatively simple. It's, it's something that they'd be like, okay, cool. I could eat this again. Yeah. I don't, I want people to be honest and be like, oh, not really my thing. Cool. I respect that. Don't, but don't. Don't lie to me. Be like, yeah, it's good. And then you're like... Spit not, it in a bag. And, no, or I'm not going to finish this. I'm just full. I don't know. So what is... What's okay. the last thing that you did cook? Okay. So I don't I don't consider this really cooking. And I'm... I guess maybe because because uh, I'm Asian, I'm very biased towards doing Asian things. You made rice. No, that doesn't count. You throw it in a rice cooker rice and press a button. Rice is cooking, but no, okay. No, it's not. All right, no, whatever. It's not. We can agree. You press disagree. a button. That doesn't count. You're Asian. I'm so white. So I like... I've, I've made like different type of spring rolls and like i don't really consider that really cooking like you did you make them from scratch or you heated them up no i'm like i'll, I'll make them from scratch but like i won't make the like the wrapper like i'll buy the wrapper and then i'll make the the filling i'll wrap it myself and then i'll, That's I'll fry it, Is it? Yeah, it counts? Yeah. okay so like stuff like that okay uh, i i enjoy chili mm-hmm. and i like making chili for myself not a lot of people like it which is whatever i don't really care yeah chili is such a messy like food uh, yeah not messy to eat but like it's not nice to look at no know? it's not but i enjoy because it it's it's got a lot of the food groups yeah it's hearty it tastes yeah. good it's like the perfect mix between soup and food yeah it's like not not really soup but not really food either exactly do you eat your chili with rice or on its own on its own oh i, I always eat my chili on top of i rice. don't like to add rice i don't Oh, don't great. say it I, I don't you're want, gonna get canceled oh you're great go ahead cancel i don't really like rice i don't like white rice i love white rice i love minute rice it, oh my god yeah from it the is, blue box it is <laughs> <that's> so, <laughs> it is so boring like if you don't have something good to to pair with it but do you put butter and salt into your rice when you cook no! it? no that's why you don't like rice it's not supposed to be made that way yes it is oh. Okay, we're, we're okay, gonna we're gonna, talk, we're gonna talk about okay, this off camera, offline. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna grill you about how I make my rice. Yeah, with butter and salt. Oh my okay, God. whatever. My go-to recipe. If you ask any of my friends, they would definitely say chili. However, I haven't made chili in a minute. Does does baking count as cooking? No. Or the baking's no, baking. No, I wish. I think baking can count as cooking if it's like a lasagna or a casserole. That's or cooking. Like that. That's yeah. That can count as cooking. cooking. Um, but I do love, like lately, I love a good soup. Like I will make one pot of soup and it will last me the week oh, because me I'm too. one person. Yeah, I just, I love it because the good thing about soup is it, it'll taste good on Monday when you make it. It'll taste better on Tuesday. It'll taste really good on Wednesday. And you can still eat the soup on Thursday and Friday. 
I agree. I love soup and people yeah. think I'm crazy. What do you eat with your soup? Because you can't just have soup on its own sometimes. Here we go. Why is there always some type of pairing to it? Uh, well, soup is soup. Just have soup. It's not. It's going to get you full for like an hour. But so then you're going to be like. What do you mean? Like, do I have to have like garlic you, bread or do yeah, I have to have I, like. I love having a slice of toast with my soup. Yeah, I can. But it, to me, soup is soup. Just leave it as it is. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What does your grocery shopping usually look like and how much money are you spending on groceries? So normally, can we just set the base on like for two weeks? Yeah. You go shopping once every two weeks? No, no, no. Okay. I try to go at least once a week. Yeah, me too. But it really depends. So here's the thing. This is how I do my kind of shopping, if you want to call it that, is that meat I would be buying here and there. I would be buying them on sale and I would kind of stock up. And do you freeze them? Yeah, I would freeze okay. them. But what I do is if I know what I'm planning out to cook, so I would buy it, I would season it, I would freeze it, label it, whatever. Whenever I feel like it, boom, it's already done, right? Hold on, you season it before you freeze it? Yeah. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. So it's already when I thought I'm ready to go. Okay, got it. So let's just say my budget for the two weeks is going to be around... Two two hundred dollars. No $200, way. And to me, I, I I give it a little bit more because it really depends on what I'm what Benny, I'm doing. how much do you eat? I don't know. Oh my god! Well, I guess for two weeks, and because you're eating meat. Now I don't cook meat. That's why I know nothing about it. And I don't. That's cook where meat you're saving a lot, of quite money. a bit of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'll have turkey sandwiches, but like that's I guess different. I'll have like tuna in a can. But that's, again, that's different. I'm not buying, like, a chicken. Yeah, but at the same time as some months or some weeks, I'm going to be like, I'm, I don't spend more than $100. Cause that's I'm gonna true, because you have your basics. Exactly, right? So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to buy some vegetables and fruit and maybe a couple of things, like maybe some cheese or, or whatever. And then it's like... Yeah, cheese, you don't have to like replenish it. Really. Yeah. And then, then you're good, right? Okay, I have a sidebar question. Do you buy your produce only at the Asian supermarket? 95 percent of the time yeah i only shop there i don't shop there as often as i should especially given how close it is to my house but everybody says like that's a general consensus amongst adults is buy your produce at the asian grocery store they are cheaper and the quality is better i'm not gonna say why the quality is better you guys can i don't know why is the quality better Uh, we don't have to talk about this but um, people will have their opinions on why it's better because maybe they pump it full of chemicals and yada, yada, yada. Oh, because it's are, not pumped full of chemicals? I don't know. Or it is. Okay, we'll and have then the conversation. Oh, I only buy organic. Do you know what? People, they're lying no, to you. No, everything, I could put yeah. In, I could put an organic right. sticker on something and you would have you no You would never clue know. Because you're a sucker. In fact, sometimes I take the organic sticker off. <laughs> 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 That's life, baby. The other day, I, I had a, a hankering for Brussels sprouts, right? So I went. You like them too? Yeah. I do too. I never eat. I don't eat them that much, but I don't know. The other day I was like, I need Brussels sprouts. So I went to Walmart and they came already like. Who craves for Brussels sprouts? I don't know what was happening. I think because I was eating so poorly for like a a couple days straight. And I was like, okay, I need some greens. And Brussels sprouts just seemed to be the, the thing that popped in my head. So I went to Walmart and they came in a tray already. And I think it was like. 
almost five dollars for a tray of like maybe two servings of brussels sprouts i had no clue that they were that expensive anyways when i scanned them i put them on the way thing when i should have i should have just scanned it it's called but a I was scale like, let me wait yeah let me let me put it on the scale and i typed in brussels sprouts and i put it on the scale and it was like 12 cents and i stole from walmart because I didn't realize that I was doing that, but I should have scanned the sticker where it said four dollars and fifty two cents. But instead, I waited Don't and that, it weighed in at twelve cents. And I was just like, you know what? Everything it, it'll figure itself out. You know, I'm sure I overpaid for a lot of this stuff, anyways. So overpaid me meaning that you could have got a better price somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my grocery list, my grocery shopping, um, usually every week looks at about like forty five to fifty dollars. Because I'm I'm one person and I don't eat that much. Honestly, I think. And primarily, <clears throat> like you said before, is you're not a big meat eater. I'm not a big meat so eater. So it definitely cuts down on the costs. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Definitely. For sure. Okay, now let's close up this cooking section with, do you have any kitchen tips? Or like, Jeez. what's the most useful kitchen tip? Oh, man, you have to have a good set of knives, please. Oh. And please have a sharpener. Like I've, oh my gosh, like it bugs the crap out of me when I'm somewhere, let's say someone's house or if I'm working somewhere and they have crappy knives. I'm just like, what do you do? Cut rocks? Like it's yeah. so bad. I have crappy knives. Well, actually, I think my knives upstairs are, are okay. But Do you sharpen them um, no, every once in a while? No, I've never sharpened my knives. You need to. But I don't really use them that often. Like, what do I use a knife for? Do like, you, I, don't okay. use, I don't si use them. Side question. Do you use the, the same knife to cut everything? No. No, no, no. <laughs> but I I will have, like, three of my favorites. Okay, that's fine. Because usually, like, people use, like... No, a, you can't like, use, one like... one of these a, small little paring knife, and they'll be cutting, like, carrots and chicken and... No, And this no, and that. Like, usually, no. you have, like... You'll have, like, a butcher's knife. You'll have, like... Yeah. Yeah. All those kind of things. Like, I and I don't knives. know all the names of it, but I know that I use them for different things. Yeah. I have a set of knives, but I have like my three favorites that I'll use for different things. Okay. I think my kitchen tip, I don't have a dishwasher in my house, so I wash my dishes by hand. So one of my tips is clean as you go, like especially when you're cooking a meal. So like, let's say I have the onions on and they're sauteing while the onions are sauteing i'm gonna like wash up those dishes or clean up my space clean up all the wrappers and garbage from the counter that way at the end of the day i don't have to like i i don't have to clean everything and also if i'm moving on to step two of cooking i'm not overwhelmed by mess and things aren't overflowing i agree with you because i also feel that if you leave it all to the end it feels like a chore it feels like a chore and another thing too that i really implore people to do is like the prep work. Sometimes I will get deterred from cooking a meal because I don't want to chop up the garlic or I don't want to have to, I don't know, mix up the seasonings. So if I know I want to make something the, the night before, I will measure out all of the seasonings or chop up that garlic and put it in a container so it's one less thing for me to do the next day. Yeah, there's always little tools too. Like there's like these little garlic peeling, oh, that chopping. Too gizmos what do you call it tools what do you call yeah it? i know tools? what you're tools? yeah like a kitchen tool a kitchen yeah, a kitchen appliance tool. no yeah, not appliance. appliance but like a kitchen tool yeah. and there's also like things that will help you um do things a little bit easier like so you don't have to have a knife what, what are those things called just like man mandolin man, man i don't know do you use minced garlic from a jar have you ever oh yeah yeah me too it That's doesn't lazy. but however i've been told many times by my brother he's like stop using that crap why it's garbage it, it goes bad very quickly. You know that, right? No, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it goes bad 
quite huh. quickly because you have to be using it like. But you keep it in the fridge. But the reason why they, regardless if it's in the fridge, it okay. doesn't actually last as long as they may say it does. Okay. And those are meant like the bigger jars. They're meant for people that are cooking, cooking large quantities. Yeah, larger quantities. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Like if you cook a lot and if you love garlic yeah. and use garlic and everything, then yeah, I get it. Yeah. But you should be using fresh garlic. Speaking of, I have this garlic jar that I need open in my fridge. So can we, you open that for me later? <laughs> no. It's garlic paste and I want to try mixing it with like some mayo to make a dipping sauce for my fries. Oh my gosh. Please, uh, please use more than just those two green. Okay. Pieces. So my butthole is starting to clench because <laughs> we're going to talk about finances, Oh. which is the most uncomfortable conversation. So, are you ready to hop into it? Yeah, but make sure you break it down a little bit. Okay. How do you feel overall right now about your financial situation? I think it's definitely better than from, let's say, five, ten plus years ago. Uh-huh. I think that it is definitely something that everybody can be better at if you're not a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I think it's a struggle for common folks like us i think that especially when don't call me common folk okay uh regular degular people no <laughs> um when and when i say this it's kind of like if you want to call yourself a paycheck to paycheck person or yeah. a person that may not be like that but they they, they got a little something something in their back pocket which is cool too but it's about finding what's comfortable for you and and mm. allowing yourself to have a f- the freedom to move past where you're at. Yeah. Right now, my financial situation is uncomfortable. I think my financial situation has been uncomfortable for several years. I want to say since, you know, purchasing property, I've, I've lived paycheck to paycheck. That, that happens quite a bit yeah. for, for people that own a home. Right. I wouldn't give it up for the flip side, though. Let me tell you that. And I I understand, am I going to struggle one way or am I going to struggle the other way? So if I had to make the choice, I would struggle the way I'm currently struggling. But I'm so looking forward to the moment where I feel empowered by my finances and I feel like, oh my gosh, I want to log into my my online banking apps now. It's just like, man, I log in. You're like, yeah. Right, exactly. I I log into them like once a month to pay my bills and like, and I don't even want to look. I'm just like, oh, the, the less you know, the better. You know, what you don't know won't hurt you yet. So, <laughs> yet, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know. My my financial situation is uncomfortable if I had to sum it up into one word. And I'm, I'm looking forward to getting it to a place where I feel comfort, I feel pride, and I feel security, you know? Like, I cannot wait to feel just, like, secure. So, how do you budget? Do you budget, first of all? Kind of. <laughs> okay, explain. Kind of. I kind of like have a general idea. I don't, I'm not like you or some people where they Excel spreadsheet that stuff. No, I don't Excel spreadsheet my budget. I Excel spreadsheet my, my spending so that I can fix up. Yes, I don't do that kind of thing. Okay. I kind of, I'm not saying that I'm you keep great. mental note? Yeah, I kind of, I'm like, I kind of make a mental note and I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that I, I watch my bank account, but I know that I kind of have like that general at least I am assuming general um, thing that people do of they don't want a certain they don't want their bank account to go under a certain a certain number because mm-hmm. then they they, they kind of factor in like rainy day fund 
Mm-hmm. Right. So they only spend to a certain amount and they know they give themselves a little bit of leeway uh, whenever things come about. Yeah. I don't budget because I don't, I live like at my baseline right now. You know, <laughs> it sounds so sad, but I don't, I don't purchase, I don't make big purchases. I don't typically buy things that I don't need to survive. Like I just, I buy my groceries, I pay for my gas. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I don't even have stuff on line items for my budget. Okay. So I have a question now. Yeah. So it, it comes in line to like, kind of like how I was taught in a way by my sister when I was growing up, when I was younger, when I first got like a credit card is like, don't use the credit card unless you know you're going to be able to pay it off from like you're currently whatever in your bank or when you, when your next paycheck comes in. Okay. That's how I was kind of taught. I don't really do it that way. But I'm I'm pretty close to that. Like, I've been doing that for several years. Mm-hmm. But because things happen, whatever, it, it changes month to month. But I would say that I'm pretty good at it now. Well, I would say I'm w- way better than what I used to be when I was younger. Yeah. Where it's like, I have money, I spend it. Right, because you have it and it has to leave. It's like, oh, I have it, I must spend it. And I get that mentality because if that's all you know, yeah, that's all you know. Right. But there are other, well, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely get into it. I do think as I start bringing in more money, I don't even see how I would expand my life outside of this. I think maybe when I start traveling more and when I um, am operating fully out of both cities at that point, I'm going to really have to be strategic with my budget um, because I want to get to the point where I have a place in L.A. and it's just I have it there like I'm not it's an ongoing place and then i have i've already established my home here and i just want to be able to toggle between the two so i think at that point i'm really going to have to write in a budget because i'm going to be operating my life out of two different spaces yeah so i'll i will have to have two different cars i will have to have i'll have two different i have my mortgage here and i'll have my rent over there so i think at that point is when i'm really going to have to set out a budget for myself but i think i need to start making money before i can allocate where i'm spending it you yeah, know of course because even how the money can't do it yeah exactly exactly um okay so do you have any money goals like what are your current money goals i don't want to firstly say make more money because like, that's so broad yeah that's so broad but i think through through time it's kind of like you get your yearly raises because i'm in corporate i will be making more money but i think that to make more money is a goal, but it's just to have more money to be able to achieve certain things. That's so broad. Please, I, like, give me a specific so example. So to purchase, like, a forever home. Okay. Um, to travel more, to um, have more money invested, to have more money in my rainy day fund, to yeah. be... To, to, to have it in my savings so that we're like you know if i have kids you know they're not you know, i don't have to worry about their college and mm-hmm. later on and to be able to have that money for renovations for the home and and whatever the case may be yeah i think this is where i drop the ball when thinking about money goals is earlier in our last episode you were saying you know when you're asking for something you have to be specific with what you want you know, you can't just say, I want more money. You have to have a number in mind. And I've I've had this at the top of my mind for so long. Like, well, what is my number? Well, what do I want to bring? And I want to be able to be very specific and have 
like a, a numbered goal and I I haven't done that just yet and I don't know why I mean I've had the time to do it I've thought about money quite a bit and I don't understand where the resistance is in really establishing what my number is like what number do I want to see in my bank account what number do I want to see um, held in my assets what number do I want to see in investments I think I really need to figure this out I just know like I want to be wealthy I want to be a multimillionaire, not in the ones in the tens, in the tens or in the hundreds. I'm, I'm comfortable. Um, and the tens, I mean like the high tens. I know that's what I want, but I have no clear indication of where I want that money, where the money's coming from, yeah, where I'm going to put it, where I'm going to spend it, what I'm going to do with it. I just know that I want it for security. So... Yeah, I don't know. I think I need, I need to get more specific with my money goals. Right now, I would say like my biggest goals are to pay off my debts, um, to pay down like my line of credit and, and my credit cards. I'm not super worried about debt. A lot of people are afraid of it. I'm not. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't understand. I'm not maxed out. So I think maybe I don't feel pressure from that. But I just feel like, okay, I'll, I will tend to it when I can. But the ultimate goal is to not have debt on sitting on credit cards where I'm paying large amounts of interest. You know, I think there is such thing as, as good debt and there's such thing as bad debt where like you're playing yourself. And I think right now, ultimately I am playing myself. So my relationship with money, I'm working on it. Speaking of, Oh, do you want to add something? No, I'm good. Okay. Speaking of relationships, let's get into adult relationships, not just, lovey-dovey romantic relationships but also friendships how have your relationships both friendships and romantic changed in the past five years of being like an adult adult i believe that they have been more selective Ooh, that's a good word because of the value it brings into your life currently because we all change we all like grow and whatnot and there are i think we, we talked about it before where where you asked the question of like do you rate your friends oh you yeah know? yeah and i think that when i take a look at that kind of question in, in in connection to this is that i don't rate them but i know who to go to for certain mm -hmm. things and i realized that i used to go to people because I knew that they were going to tell me what I wanted to hear. Ooh. And that's where I found out that becoming more self-aware allowed me to choose friends in a way of, hey, they're going to tell me something that I don't want to hear, but it's definitely something that I need to hear. You need to hear. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, a, it's about one, the big word that comes to mind for me is it's maturing. I realized that I was very immature in the decisions or how I looked at as my friendships or relationships and whatnot, that now I make smarter decisions. Mm -hmm. And I think that I let go of the, uh, not, not it's not the people, it's the my choice of going to people that only told me what I wanted to hear because the people are going to be biased yeah because they love and care about you they don't want to hurt you mm -hmm. right but it's not about the hurt it's about the truth and it's about a different perspective 
I feel like in my early to mid 20s, my friendships got really, really deep. But then I think as people started making different like life choices, then right now where I'm at in my life, I feel like my friendships are kind of like loosening a little bit, you know, if that makes sense. I don't know. I feel Loosen, like, like, can you explain what, what you mean by loosening? I feel like I, I had really close friendships for a hot minute, but now I feel like I don't want to say my friends are like, we're no longer close, but I feel like there's distance growing between because everyone's kind of growing in different directions or maybe it's me. Maybe I'm growing in the different direction away from like who I used to be. So I feel like in making the choice and the decision to follow my dreams and become this different version of myself there, I've, I've not, I have created distance, but there has been distance created, but also like, I think everyone's making choices that are elevating or changing who they are as a person, not in a bad way, but you know, people are just kind of morphing into their, into their own people. And sometimes that's a different person than who they were in the past. That's how I feel in terms of like my friendships. Now, in terms of like romantic relationships, I don't, I'm not in a relationship right now, but I think that I have so much more of a clear understanding and a clear vision of what I'm looking for and who I'm looking for in a romantic partner and what I'm willing to compromise on and what I'm not willing to waver on at all when it comes to being with someone and also being able to own that discernment. Before, I would just be like, oh no, you're being too judgmental. You know, just because they did this thing once doesn't mean that that um, that dictates who they are. And now I'm in a point of my life where I'm just like, OK, I spot the evidence from a clear state of mind. And I'm just like, well, I wouldn't want to I don't want to deal with that. You know, I've had a decent amount of experience dating in the past year or so. So I think that has helped grown sorry that has helped to grow my discernment tenfold like I could sniff it out not all the time have your standards shifted when it comes to to dating yes how I feel like you've always been pretty clear on what you want but I think that it's the okay I'm gonna relate it to like the whole friendship thing is I think that the the values and the bonds are have become stronger I think my my beliefs of my values have become uh, stronger, and I don't I don't want to fall into like I really I really don't like it. Like talking about like red flags, like I get it, like that's the thing now, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But like, there are such things as red flags. There, there are no, absolutely, absolutely. However, I feel that it hasn't changed as for the base, but I think there are things that have i guess come into fruition mm-hmm. that makes it look a lot prettier okay like more detailed so i really can see the full picture of what i value and what the things that i feel that i need okay so speaking of what you need let's go three for three and we'll each answer so what are three things that you're looking for in like friendships, quality friendships, and what are three things that you're looking for in a quality partner? I know it sucks to whittle it down to just three, but if and you had to just share three things. I think that I can share one big thing for me. It's for it's for both of them. Okay. It's for friendship and in a relationship. 
it's about reciprocation and it's not Ooh. reciprocation as for like for like it's about understanding like for example like a lo- like love language right it's just because my love language is this it doesn't mean you have to reciprocate in like how i do certain things and for you to do the same it's not always going to be like that but it can be mm-hmm. i think that's one of the most important things for me i don't really feel like i can't think of anything right now that that i can list that would be part of the three but reciprocation and understanding what reciprocation looks like because mm-hmm. if I, let's say for example i do something for you doesn't mean you have to do the same thing for me or it doesn't mean that you have to do anything for me yeah i think for me in friendship what i'm looking for is i need to have some meaningful conversation like i'm so tired i don't have time for the topical conversations How you doing? i want how's work How's yeah, your love life? the elevator talk. No, like I want to be able to to be able to yes have that elevator talk, that fun talk, talk about gossip, talk about reality shows. But I also want to be able to sit down with my friends and be like, yo, what do you think about this? Or like, what do you what do you see yourself doing? Like, let's talk about money. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. I I really value that in friends. Um, also in friends, the reciprocity is like what you're saying, and it doesn't have to be tit for tat. It doesn't have to be trend transactional, mm-hmm. but I can't always be the one reaching out, you know, it, it has to be, I have to feel like you have the same interest in being my friend as I have in, in being your friend. So the interest levels are, are definitely there. And I also believe that like understanding for friends, I'm looking for friends who are, who are kind of like, I don't want to say low maintenance, but friends who understand, and I'm trying to get better at this, at responding to text messages and being better at my communication because it doesn't feel good, you know, even when your friends leave your message on red, like, no, there's no reason, you know, I get, you know, we're busy and all of that, but yeah, I'm trying to personally get better at that, but I enjoy a friend and I like a friend who kind of understands that like I'm busy and if it's an emergency, like just call me. Right. Don't don't send me a text message. Don't send me a voice note. I will listen to the voice note when I can. But if it is an emergency, you need me right now. You call me just because of how my schedule is set up. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking for in in friendships. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to add a fourth one. Can I add a fourth one? Yeah, go I for want it. relatability factor like right now in expanding my friend group i'm looking to make friends who are kind of on a similar journey or path to me it doesn't necessarily have to be in arts and entertainment but people who are just you know going for like bigger better in um, like with what you are doing yeah exactly now for a relationship i'm not sure if this is where i list like the skills and qualities um, but yeah, so we have number one, the, the reciprocity, like, I don't want to ever feel like I'm just a mark on your to-do list. Like you're just checking it off to come and like sit and have dinner with me. And, and that's it. I want to feel like a genuine interest. Like I want to feel like what, like, I, like I add value to your life the same way you add value to my life. I want to feel like there's an area that in your life where I'm adding value to you and you value me for that and you appreciate that and you know, seeing that growth in yourself. Can, can I, can I simplify what we both said? Cause that's what I'm looking for in, in, in a relationship. Go for well. it. It's when we say the word reciprocity, it's literally not to the T, but it's just no. match my energy. Yeah. It's not about counting. It's not about counting. Like in, like you said, the word, I love it when you use the words like transactional, because it's so important that we do not see 
any type of relationship or friendship as transactional because it's like it's not I'm, not I'm not doing things because you did something for me and vice versa right it that's not yes you do things but we, we're not supposed to be keeping count like why do we need to keep count like mm-hmm. the more important things is like yo you care about me i love you yeah that's it cool we good yeah agreed 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 also i'm looking for a man who has a good relationship with his mom and sisters <laughs> like, what, if he, what if he doesn't have any sisters okay that's fine the the with the maybe the the women in his life like okay. his friends who are women like i i think it truly illustrates how a man can and will treat you by watching how he treats um his like women that he's not getting sex from you know what i mean like like women in in his life that there's so many side questions i have but yeah no, I'm not gonna, I'm not that's for that another time we can do guys. whole episodes on like relationships but yeah um that's important to me um and then someone who's like genuinely kind and sometimes it's it's tough to be able to see if the kindness is genuine or not because yo people show up with their best representative on deck and it's if, a linkedin yeah you just if you don't know then then you don't know, but what I do know is the tip of the day. Come on, baby. Just a tip. Girl, relax. It is not that kind of party. Just the tip is the part of the show where we give the inside scoop on practical tips to help you navigate through life like a boss. From must-have cleaning products to book recommendations, and even the best way to peel a banana, consider it handled. So without further ado, I'd love to give you just the tip. Yo, I honestly, I'm, I, I don't have one. And you know what? That's very regular of me, but I did have one bef- before. Okay, so I'm going to give two tips this week. This is just what you do. You Tip number one to pocket. you is friggin' use the notes <laughs> app in your phone. You told okay? me this like a thousand times. Yes, but now I'm, I'm making it official using it here. I, however, came prepared with my tip. And my tip of the day is uh, for all you people out there who have hair. K18 K18 it's like a molecular bond um like leave-in kind of conditioner slash treatment it's really weird this is how you use it okay so you wash your hair and then you don't put any conditioner in you towel dry your washed hair and then you put the K18 on your hair and you leave it for four minutes after four minutes you're free to style your hair how you normally would so I just spray my heat protectant in I blow dry my hair and then I straighten it right after that at first as a black girl you think hell no i cannot shampoo my hair and then not condition it and then blow dry and straighten it but let me tell you this product it's is it overpriced yes yes but is it worth it yes it is like for a one time i'll show you the box later benny why did you tell me about this before i'm just curious why you didn't i yeah because you know have i have a lot of hair because it, i just got it i just started using it oh. that's why yeah, so K18, it's worth the money, and uh, just watch a lot of TikTok videos that explain how to use it. All right, that's it. We're out. Goodbye. Wait, I thought you had another one. No, my first one was the notes app. Use your notes oh, app to keep yeah, track of your I thoughts. And your I, I already See, forgot. You should have written that. <laughs> I already forgot. Okay. The uh, proof my is bad. in the pudding, people. Bye. Okay, bye. And just like that, we've come to the end. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Girl, leave me a review. Five stars, five stars, five stars across the board. 
To support the show, you can share it with a friend or on socials. Don't forget to tag me at ohsodope.co so I could be a creep. You can also shop on my website for greeting cards, stationery, digital downloads, and other cool merch at www.dopehouse.co. This helps a ton because you know I quit my job and I don't want to have to do something strange for a little bit of change. You know what I'm saying? The best way to get in touch is email. You can hit me up at holla at dopehouse.co. Okay, shake your butt and have a good day. Goodbye.